What's going on, Print Hustlers? Welcome to another episode here. I'm your host, Bruce from Printavo, Simple Shop Management Software. We've got our co-host here, Stephen Farrag. How's it going? I see you're held down in in your bedroom as well, as we are. Now, granted, we are recording this kind of late, so if you're watching the video, that's why it looks like we live in the basement or something like that. We still Um, live in the basement of our parents' house, Bruce. It's okay. You can can tell them. (laughs) We're okay with it. The biggest news here that we're going to talk about that's on everybody's mind, that's all of the media, that's, you know, uh, posting more and more on Facebook is COVID-19, a.k.a. coronavirus, and its effect to shops. This is nuts. Um, what's interesting is I love to hear us after more news breaks. Like tonight we heard that uh, they postponed the NBA. Tom Hanks has contracted it or whatever. March Madness will be played without any fans. They've closed down tons of, of universities to all go online. So I'm curious how our opinion or what we're going to talk about today, like if that's going to change in a week. I think it's going to be very interesting, mainly because not all the facts or the extent of what's going to happen is known. There's so much uncertainty. I mean, we're seeing that with the markets, the you know, the, the stock market has just been dropping like crazy. Maybe that's this. Maybe that's the all the oil issues um, with OPEC and Russia, who knows? It's very hard to say. But either way, tying it back to our space, the garments and the textile industry, I mean, what are the effects you're seeing? Have you seen anything this past week, two weeks, Stephen? Well, Bruce, um, <laughs> as most viewers know, I print for different universities on college campuses for different events. And uh, we just got word today that most all campuses are going to be going remote and a lot of big events coming up are, are also canceled. So yeah, if there was a gut punch that I've gotten in five years of business, um, today was one of them for sure. Kind of weird feelings, like I don't really know how to feel, I'll be honest. Um, I'm a little scared. Um, I feel confident. I can't, you know, like I have to kind of be a facade a little bit, um, mm-hmm. I'm like a leader. It didn't really hit me until like, I think it was last night. I was just looking at, you know, our financials and money and I'm like, what's our runway right now? Like if I were to just like have to not print another thing, what would a week, a month, a year look like? Could I make it? My business partner, Jed is always like, well, like you don't know what it was like in 08. We haven't been through it. You haven't been through a recession. You haven't been through this. And all those lessons that he's been like teaching me and hounding me, like, I'm like, oh, wow, like some of these things are becoming very apparent. I think the other thing is, too, like you uh, everything's always going so well. And then this kind of came out of left field. So I, I think like a lot of different emotions, a lot of different thoughts. You don't know who to trust. Very weird day in my print shop. I think my employees kind of saw I was a little distraught today because we had lost a couple big orders and I kind of like didn't know how to respond. I was like, oh, oh, that's not good. So I don't know. How about you? How about you guys? I mean, in tech world, I think it's very interesting. I think a lot of investors are a little bit taking up just a quick pause to assess the environment a bit more. We're definitely seeing more shops being affected, uh, live events very big time, like almost all live events have been halted. You know, events are stopping, conferences are holding. So that's definitely affecting business. I I just got off the phone earlier today with a bunch of different shops in that space. And so they're really, really curbing back. They're not, they're actually letting go of a couple people temporarily until hopefully this 
moves on or, or blows over, which is part of the unknown as to when that is. Even non-live events, I mean, you're starting to see it with larger orders that you mentioned were getting canceled. And not just that, but it's like, okay, if there's less gatherings, there's less events, there's less things happening, people are, are not purchasing. And then that affects the sales as businesses go down. And, and as they think about promotional products, I'm sure it's a bit of a shift. Right. I mean, I think like t-shirts, we're event planners. Yes, we're t-shirt printers, but like our t-shirts are usually for events or celebrations or something. Just today, the university said no gatherings of more than 50 people, right? Like most of my orders are over 50 pieces, right? Right. You know, I think from the consumer standpoint, everyone's going to be like, well, okay, maybe we should hold off on those shirts. So, you know, I think the other part though, is everyone's taking it one day at a time. Mm-hmm. Right. Like yeah, it feels like the news shifts so heavily day by day. And I unfortunately, like in a toxic world, like you don't really know who to trust, what to think, how much of it is emotion, how much of it is, you know, whatever. Are there so, any business plans like a, not, I shouldn't say a doomsday plan, but, you know, backup plan per se that that's affecting, I don't know, hiring or equipment purchase or what? Sure. I mean, who wants like when the economy's good, right? Like business is booming. I mean, if we just look at the last five years of printing, right? Like when have we really seen a downswing, like a heavy downswing? And like, you know, people are buying equipment aggressively, you know, financing aggressively, financing more autos. Like, how do I get more employees? You know, like, and I think this is the first time where it's like, uh, you know, the squirrel, like, protect your little your nuts kind of thing. It's like the first mm-hmm. feel like that a little bit. The good news, I was just talking to Carson, my fiance on the phone, and I'm like, hey, you know the good news is people are still gonna need t-shirts when this is all over. Yeah. We can't panic, you know? Sure, okay, so worst case, best case, right? You know, best case is a three month or something thing, everything rebounds, we're not even talking about it, kind of like SARS maybe or H&N one, obviously there was um, very unfortunate circumstances that happened and, and people lost their lives. And then, you know, economy swung back and everything was fine. This definitely is a lot more, uh, I, I don't know if potent is the right word, but, you know, it, it's it, it pushes a lot harder into the economy. So I think what's interesting, though, is that the unknowns that you mentioned, maybe that that pushes a little bit more caution. I, I don't know. like. You know, yeah, I mean, no are, one are you were planning on making a big, bigger hire recently or, or what? Yeah. Oh, totally. If I, I mean, we put traction on hold for a minute, hiring production managers right. and a marketing team and scaling this and scaling that. Like, yeah, of course today I just like was like, whoa, that's not important anymore. You so, know, um, I actually wrote out last night sitting in bed, a highlight, like a very high level bulleted list of things that we're going to do just to cover our, our rear ends. Mm-hmm. Um, what was on there? I mean, I'll uh, I'll, I'll kind of share a little bit of it. Um, you know, I, I literally called it like Corona Campus Inc. business plan. Um, and I said, let's assume for a second the university is shutting down for three or four weeks um, and that we're not going to be able to print for any student events. Let's let's just assume, you know, they're going to allow kids to be able to be on campus, just like work remotely or whatever. But let's assume everything's canceled. What do we need to do? Right. And so. The first thing I said is like, how much cash do we have sitting um, in, our, in our bank? So like the first thing I did this morning was I took a financial snapshot. 
I took how much cash we had on hand, our accounts receivable and our accounts right. payables. So, you know, with those three numbers, it's how much money you have, who owes you money and how much money do you owe? Sure. And uh, I basically put that on the back of paper and said, okay, like if I were not to print another shirt and I collected all of my money and paid on all my debts, how much money would I have? Mm -hmm. Right. That's like the first oxygen mask. The second thing I did was, um, how many months are you well sure? How many months of that's a extreme, like if there was yeah, zero coming in, like we're fortunate where we've, you know, we've built up a little bit of a bank and, and whatever, but, um, I looked at payroll. So like the next thing I looked at was like, okay, runway, mm -hmm. right? Like how do I, you know, say I don't print another shirt and I just need to retain my employees. Don't even have them come to work. Just retain my employees. How much would that cost a month? Could we be fine for two months, three months, four months, six months, a year? And then I made two huge moves today in the business. I said, I want my accounts receivable to go to zero as quickly as possible. Meaning anyone that owes us money, get that money collected. Let's just call it the red scare because- What did you, somebody that works in front office, you just said, start calling, start emailing? Yeah, just like get credit cards over the phone, start collecting money because you don't know what happens. And you know, a second a business no longer can pay you, you're just on their, their list of, you know- Right. Better, you know what I mean? So I was like, I need big invoices paid because I want to build up the amount of available cash we have, right? Sure. God forbid, like we use credit cards. Yeah, could we make the minimum payment on a credit card? Fine, yeah, we could do that. But the one thing that I don't want to do is loan people money because that's money that's mine, right? So I made it very clear this morning that I wanted our account re accounts receivable to come down to like nothing. Any red flags needed to get paid immediately. And we basically made like a punch list, said, okay, if we get this and this and this, we're in a good spot. These are red flags that I'm concerned about. You know, we obviously work with students a lot, so I don't want students leaving campus and having mm -hmm. bills, you know? Right. Uh, and then the other big move we I said is everything's prepay unless it's a purchase order issued by the university that's you know backed, everything will be prepay. We'll make it very clear that once we start printing, there is no turning back on the order. It's easier to refund someone than to ask them for money, I think. And sure. so I just said I don't want a single order that is not prepay. So um, that's like for customers that like oh the, you know I've been doing this for it's like yeah hey we're hey. Just, hey, just due to all the things that are going on, we are requiring all orders to be prepaid up front. Yeah. Otherwise, we can't accept your order. And me and my team looked at it and we're like, okay, we're going to make this is going to be a permanent move now, right? We've been, yeah. trying, to, we've been trying to figure out a way to, to make it a permanent move. And now <laughs> the it's coronavirus made it permanent. Coronavirus made it permanent. Um, so maybe, I mean, that's a good opportunity. What are some other opportunities you feel like you see? So prepayment's big, getting tight with expenses is big. Are you kind of combing through your, your credit cards to see, yeah. hey, what the so heck is this? Or The other thing that I did was I started looking at all my subscriptions, right? Like I'm an app, I'm an app king. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Hey, I, I, you know, if I needed to, I could slash two grand a month right now. Like I don't need to send out emails from MailChimp, right? Like I don't have to or whatever, right? I still need Zapier. That That's important. Never get rid of Zapier. <laughs> Zap King. We yeah. need to hire you as an ambassador. Yeah, I'm on the maximum Zap plan. It's crazy. But anyways, I, I basically made my list of, hey, what are things that I'm not, you know, like I could cut? And then I just looked at like spending of like, okay, let's, so I literally sat on here zero excess spending. I know that you just bought toilet paper, Bruce saw it on your wife's Instagram. 
That was not stocking up. I'd like to first say there was, there's, there's been you, some you spin. Were re, you were just replenishing. But like, you know, in, in my business, I always say like, if we're not going out of business, buy enough supplies for the next three months, six months, mm-hmm. whatever, where I'm just like, no excess spending, buy what you need. Any purchases that are large, like need to go through me first. And then the other thing that I created was a burn, a daily burn. And so basically I took my overhead from last year, not including my cost of goods sold, divided that by 52 weeks, five days in a week. I figured out what it costs to run my business every day. And I basically said, if I can produce this much per day or have this much throughput, I can keep my doors open and keep all my employees here. If I consistently can't do that, then I need to start laying people off. Um, And so I did in fact make a list of people I can retain, people I maybe might cut back. The good news is we have a lot of student employees that are part-time, they'll be home, so we won't have to pay them. But I don't wanna to have to have hard conversations, but what if it gets to that, right? right? So I, I literally, you know. Which will probably a stage before that one still. Right. But that's a really good point. That's a really, really great way of looking at it, especially seeing the flex, the kind of gray area in your budget to be able to slash. And you know, this is very profit first. I remember Mike talking about this where he's like, you could just, I'm sure you could find a thousand, five thousand here or there that you just may not even need, but it's just been kind of cushy. If we can get through this and I can break even, or maybe I lose a little bit of money, like a January month, so be it. We're going to get through it. But I I don't want to have to, you know, start looking other ways. I think it would have to be pretty severe for that to happen. My business partner, Jed, who's just been through it all, is like, yeah, we'll get through it. We'll be the first to the last. But it is definitely scary for, you know, first time kind of going through something like this. Sure. So. That's a really good point. So just to summarize a couple of those uh, those items, you know, is reviewing credit card statements, going through bank statements, just making sure on a monthly basis what are things that are accessed that, that are non-critical to delivering value to the customer. I think one thing that I was um, balancing out, though, is is momentum around things, right? Like hiring, for example, takes a lot of momentum to get going. So, you know, if you cut it plain cold turkey, I mean, you know, you may have taken a month or two. Think about like a production manager, like if you're actively putting in an hour or two a day, that one's a little bit tricky and slightly unsure. We're actually looking, we were just looking at signing a lease, hopefully a longer term lease this this month, I'm sorry, this week, which will maybe hold for a week or two just to double check what's going on and just wait. And I think that's a great way of looking at it. Are there any things that you feel like we're not covering maybe for a smaller shop that might have less flex? You know, I think the smaller you are actually probably the safer you are. That sounds really weird, but like when you're in charge of the livelihood of others, it's something you take on yourself pretty hard. But I think, you know, trying to figure out, you know, take your overhead. So everything that is not required is required to run the business, but doesn't include the shirts and the ink per se. Mm-hmm. Uh, divide that out by 52 weeks in the year, five days a week, and that's how much your business is going to cost you every day. So, if you just take that number, just know that like, if you aren't producing anything that day, it's still going to cost you that much to the cash register a little bit, and just like have that number in the top of your head because. Too many consecutive days is really dangerous, you know, 
um, or weeks for that matter. This is what we call like recession proof, I guess, is, is all the lessons, you know, we've learned. I right. think all the uh, promotional product companies have probably sold out of hand sanitizer. <laughs> um, yeah, I was good, just at the store. Good time to sell like promotional product hand sanitizers. I, I don't think we need to add fuel to it. You know, I think uh, we need to let it take its course and get get out of it as quickly as possible. Maybe uh, have some marketing campaigns ready to go when we get through this to sell some sell some more shirts. <laughs> yeah, no, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the 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 good way, right? Is that you know, I'm just gonna put fingers crossed here, but it's not gonna last forever. So you know, if we're talking maybe a year or three months, six months or something. We can come out strong. It's a really, really good opportunity to lean up, to understand where the holes are in the business and be able to evaluate. It's a little course correction. So, yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see how this all how this all happens. The light at the end of the tunnel is people will still need T-shirts. So, you know, if an event is necessarily getting canceled, maybe it's getting postponed, right? Um, you know, I think the other advice that I have is be fair with your customers, right? They're in just as much of a tough situation as you are. So if you took in an order, you have the shirts, you haven't printed them yet and they desperately need to get out of it because they might go broke trying to pay for the shirts if they don't have income from their event. See if you can, you know, get them to pay a, a restocking fee or something like that. But no reason to get, you know, hostile or whatever with customers because we're kind of all in it together. You know, sure. so, yeah. Awesome. Well, that's a great one. Um, thanks for sharing some of those tips. And it sounds like you've got some stories behind some of these things as well here. All right, guys, thanks for joining us. We'll definitely be able to uh, see you guys next week on this. Hopefully have one more positive updates. I'm sure we'll get back to traction as we've got so many more chapters to be able to cover. Don't forget, Print Hustlers Conf, July 24th, 25th down in chicago it's gonna be a great time we've rented out a beautiful place at the ace hotel so that's gonna be really really exciting we'll see you guys there this is bruce from prince Avo. signing off see ya